You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 258, Twist in Time with the Fatal Five. Welcome to episode 258 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I'm Paul French, and today uh, I'm ABQ boy. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been watching. Uh, I've been ramping up my watching of Breaking Bad. See, it did come up. Mm. Um, <laughs> ah. I've been, I've been ramping it up in uh, in preparation for the finale, which happens in just a couple of weeks. Um, and. Uh, thinking that that there will be a part of this that I might not actually have spoiled for me. So um so there we go. Good luck with that, Paul. Dream said. big, Paul. Yeah, Dream big. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Just stay off the internet, Paul. First, I mean, first world on. problems. Um yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. I have I generally have a Twitter feed updating while we're recording. So <laughs> Oh Jesus. Turn off your Twitter feed. Come indeed. on. Twitter is the devil. It is the devil. And um, anyway, so yeah, I uh, I motored through season four over the past few days, and um, and so I'm sort of going through that first half of season five, or all of season five, depending on which way you think of it. Indeed, because they, because they split it up by a year. Um, but anyway, so uh, so yes, I have uh, I have I have I've witnessed the the evolution as it as it was, and I don't want to spoil anything because Scott's like two seasons behind that. So ah, so I'm gonna stop right there. Yes, please don't. <laughs> All right, so that's so that's me because anything else would be spoilerific. That's you, huh? Yep. Well, I am Darren Noel, and I am Breaking Bad Spoiler Boy, and here's what happened. Well, I, I don't care. I've not watched one episode of it. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Evil. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, oh, my. Spoilers for Titanic. The boat sinks. Okay. Damn it. Um, and Rosebud is a sled. So, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting I'm having a weird time lately, so yeah. I did get to meet the coolest pug last night. No oh, offense to Charlie, but the, this pug just, you know, decided to glom onto my jeans and would not let go. So um, either I have a date Friday night, or <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to uh, I have to send some condolence cards. I don't know what. But, or, you, or, you've, or, you've yeah. got, or you had some kibble in your pocket. <laughs> I, I had no kibble on me whatsoever. So. I think I think he just smelled the cats on the jeans mm -hmm. and went, ooh, hmm, yeah, yeah. It was a fun weekend. Went to the boy bar. It was nice. Oh yeah, nice. Went to the boy bar. It was a good time. Good time. <laughs> I spent money on g strings. Yay! We actually bought a, a dancer's underwear, which was kind of funny. We exchanged his underwear while he was giving a lap dance, and he didn't know. So. He's now wearing my friend's underwear, and now we have his underwear. It's very, you know, it was a very hangover kind of a scenario. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so that was me this weekend. Yay. <laughs> Follow that, Maddie. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, 
I'm, I'm going to be uh, writing your coattails a bit, Paul. Mm. This week, uh, oh, I'm Matt Kramer, and this week I am Breaking Bad Boy because I just started watching it. I watched the first three episodes of it. <laughs> nothing, nothing like being late on the bandwagon, eh, Matty? <laughs> hey, hey, I, I only time, started a few weeks time, ago. <laughs> by the time I'm caught up, I will be able to watch the whole thing straight through. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm only just on the second season myself, so I can't right. say anything. But uh... that, that 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 Dr. Tim Watley's a pastor. <laughs> Indeed. And I am Scott Coles, and tonight I am Duolingo lad. Oh, I have a, my, I've got my new iPhone, and my daughter has an iPhone. Mm, and aw. so she's it's we've got them linked up so that if she downloads something i get it on my phone as well yeah just so i can sort uh. of keep track of what's going on there which means of course uh. that my phone is full of just utter shite but <laughs> uh but uh one of the things that she downloaded is this app called duolingo and it's to help you help you learn other languages Mm -hmm. so i'm currently learning spanish so i don't have to read the subtitles in breaking bad there you go or i can read the subtitles from breaking bad (laughs) but or i don't have to one of the two i can do both (laughs) i like to have the choice damn it read it's all about choice (laughs) in this all breaking bad uh intro of the episode (laughs) this week on breaking bad cast (laughs) oh yeah hang on Take ah, a drink. Yeah. Indeed. Oh. Ah. Hold on to her. Going into the rhubarb. Ah, uh, Jesus. <laughs> Never rub another man's rhubarb. Never rub another man's rhubarb. <laughs> okay. Let's just get that off the monitor. There we go. Ah. All right. Too much rubbing another man's rhubarb. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too much yeah. rhubarb. Mm. Indeed. All right. So uh, there is, of course, no, no Legion news. Still canceled. Yep. Right. Um, so. And uh, let's just. Uh, and no one's married. Let's remember that. So. Indeed. I am. Yeah, yeah, I am too. <laughs> married people don't exist in the DC universe. <laughs> well, well, that that's true. Um, Everyone's having sex out of wedlock, which is so fun. <laughs> uh, we have mail. We have mail. <gasps> You've Chris. got mail. Ooh, that was good. I, I need to record. I need to record you and Kyle for my GPS. Um, all right. So hang on. Any night I have mail is probably a good night. So hey. Um, Kirk Cicada gave, sent some feedback on our episode, our last episode, the uh, 257. Um, ah. Wait, we had an episode 257. Yeah. We did. Oh, sweet. It was it was just last episode, in fact. Oh. Um, but uh, but what, what I'm actually going to, because he said that it's super long, he says feel free to to edit. And he has, has a lot to bring up on uh, our discussion of Superboy 197. Ah. Uh, which we did in episode 255. Um, he says, first off, I believe uh, Nick Cardi was solo on that cover, and that, that we did get verified. Um, he says, in the early 70s, Cardi was doing the lion's share of covers for DC, and he did almost all of the Superboy covers during the Bates Cochran Legion era. In fact, he did. He also did the first few covers of the Mike Grell era. 
the composition of the cover of 197 with future metropolis in the ba- in the distant background is a trademark of Cardi's. So that's a giveaway that it, that the Cockrum didn't illustrate or design it. Um, and as noted, the inks were obviously by Cardi. He says, I'll let Dave Cockrum have the final word on the matter from a 2002 interview that he f- that was featured in Best of the Legion Outpost. Uh, he said, you didn't get a chance to draw your own covers while you were with the Legion. He says, no, the only cover I got to draw was the one with Superboy with Tears Gun on his hand, which is 199. Uh, they, they asked, was that a sticking point with you? And he said, yeah. I said, let me draw some covers. And they, and they let me draw that one. And then they had Nick Carty redo Superboy because my Superboy didn't fit the cover version of Superboy. You remember, this was, uh-huh. a, this was around the same time that they were redrawing... Um, Kirby's uh, Superman in the Jimmy Olsen issues. Yeah. You know, in the early 70s. They had a very particular um, way that they wanted uh, Superman depicted, so so that all got redrawn. And not with the hat with the horns on it and the multiple jewels and, yeah. Because it's Kirby, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, so he says... Um, he says, it's a wonder that Dave lasted as long as he did at DC. That said, I loved Cardi's covers and thought his style wasn't that far removed from Dave's. Grell's first issue was uh, 203, but he was the Superboy and Legion uh, cover artist from 207 on. Uh, I'll reserve my Grell commentary for the future, but I'd say it was a bit obvious that at this stage in his career, he wasn't in the same league as either Cardi or Cockrum. It's worth noting that at Marvel, Dave eventually became assistant cover editor. Hmm. Um, I believe John Ramita Sr. was his supervisor. Regardless, the the cover for Superboy 197 remains a classic and one of my favorites. This was only my second or third Legion story. I'd also picked up Legion of Superheroes number four, which was the reprint series. Um... Uh, where they like repeated the uh, or reprinted the Computo issues in uh, in issues three and four, I believe. It, so, anyways, just a, just a few reprints. Um, and um, sorry, I lost my space here. All right, there we go. Uh, around this time, which was confusing because it was a reprint comic, uh, comic, and I wondered why they were wearing the wrong outfits. I've read that the Legion reprint series, which ended with the fourth issue, was a trial by fire of sorts for the series, and that its success was the reason the Legion became the co-stars of Superboy's book. However, some of the comments reprinted in the Best of the Legion Outpost seem to indicate the contrary. Before Superboy and the Legion 197 was published, as we noted, this was the first one where they kind of gained that prominence. Um... The Legion Outpost announced that the Legion would graduate to co-star status. Even so, at the time, Outpost editor and contributor Harry um, (laughs) Borges, I I can never pronounce it. If if anyone knows the accurate pronunciation of that, please let us know. Harry Um, B. Yeah, Harry B. Um, (laughs) I knew a guy named Harry B in a bar once. (laughs) Was he? Was he really? I, I didn't get to see his B. I just uh, word for it. So well, this know. particular Harry B said this summer Superboy's <laughs> title and format will take on a new look when the magazine becomes Superboy in the Legion of Superheroes. The new format will be an experiment. It will last at least six or eight months until the all-powerful sales figures determine the extent of its appeal. Speaking of sales, it's interesting and a bit disheartening to note here that the Legion has done little, if anything, to boost the sales of Superboy while it's been the backup feature. 
Circulation mm. reportedly varied little between the books carrying the Legion and the one with the Super Baby back feature. Wow. Ow. Yeah, ouch. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so something important to note given, given uh, recent times as well. Mm -hmm. um, so he says after uh, 197 was published, Brorch's... Damn it. Uh, Harry B. Yeah, Harry, Harry B. B. Harry B. Predicted a not-so-bright future for the Legion. He said, but for a number of reasons, I don't think the Legion will remain in Superboy for long. Despite the Legion's popularity, Superboy has his own following. As soon as it becomes apparent to the Superboy freaks that their hero has taken second place to the 30th Century Supergroup, Editor Boltonoff will be the victim of an onslaught of pro-soupy letters. <laughs> soupy. Uh, demanding like that the Legion... Like soupy sales? <laughs> yes. Exactly. No soup for you. No soup for you. Oh, oh listen to it. Listen to Darren Darren busting out the sign. I know. Don't I take it like 258 freaking episodes. Y'all, <laughs> it showed me something's going to sink in sooner or later. <laughs> no okay. kidding. All right. And uh, so, um, yeah, so he'll get this uh, onslaught of pro soupy letters demanding that the Legion be put in its place in the back of the book. Some fans undoubtedly will demand that the Legion be removed entirely. DC business manager uh, Bernard Kasdan said that the Legion has done little to increase Superboy's sales. The proof? The issues with the Legion as the back feature sold no better, it kind of restates the same point from the quote, uh, than those with Superbaby in the back slot. Keep, now, he says, keep in mind that Superboy had been recently seen on Saturday mornings as a regular feature, along with Superman, Batman, and Aquaman. That would, of course, be the filmation cartoons. Yep. Um, which, uh, which Ella has been watching a lot lately. Um, <laughs> they don't seem as good as they did when I was seven. Um, but yeah, anyway. they, they don't hold up very well. I'm <laughs> no, no, Sorry. Um, he says, I do believe that the character had his own following, separate from the Legion. Indeed, when I purchased my first issue of Superboy, I had no idea that the Legion even existed. At the same time, I immediately fell in love with the group upon reading my first Legion story. In a later issue of Legion Outpost, Boltonoff admitted that the Legion feature was added to the Superboy series mostly to satisfy the demands of Legion fans, who had found a unified voice with the Legion Outpost publication, which was, of course, Bunch of weirdos. created with the goal of getting the Legion back on the stands. These uh, comments from Murray Boltonoff, however, negate Kazdan's sales data and, and Broch's uh, perspective on how long the Legion would endure in Superboy. Uh, according to Boltonoff, we amputated some of the Superboy sagas and replaced the pages with the Legion. We followed that pattern for several issues with Superboy as the lead feature and the Legion as the backup until, until the tail began to wag the dog. Sales indicated that the Legion was waxing stronger and stronger. Heady with success, the office released a tome of Legion uh, reprints. The first issue scored a resounding bullseye, and the office promptly put a second into the works. And on the heels of what may one day be hailed as a monumental meeting, it was decided to step up the Legion to equal status with Superboy. My guess is that Harry B.'s opinions were based on incomplete, uh, were biased by incomplete sales data. I believe in those days there were two sets of sales data, initial projection first, then actual data later. Of course, because there was the three months on the stand and all product was returnable at the time. Uh -huh. um, and that it would take months to determine just how successful any one issue of a title was. In fact, Neil Adams stated that X-Men had been cancelled by the time Marvel learned that his issues of the book were selling much better than those preceding his run. 
So it's possible that DC was not aware of how much the Legion and its current creative staff, Carrie Bates and Dave Cockrum, initially had on sales of Superboy. Um, in the same episode, you mentioned that some of the other DC titles being um, released that month, including one of DC's romance titles. And uh, there was actually there's actually an homage cover to to that. Um, perhaps I can post this to the um, um, to the, the Facebook page. But it's basically one of the uh, romance books where they've uh, sub they've they've uh, substituted in uh, Timberwolf and Lightlass. Oh um, gosh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, um, so yeah, it was a Nick Cardi uh, homage to uh, to the to the cover. It says one final comment. It should be no surprise that I agree wholeheartedly with the comment regarding with the commentary regarding Cockrum's artwork. <clears throat> In future co- correspondence, I'll have more to say on his work and the ambivalence X Men fans seem to have to his contributions, as opposed to the reverence Legion fans have. Long live Legion. Uh, Kirk Cicada, and he says that, and he says the letter is longer than I intended, so feel free to edit as necessary for the podcast. And I have, but uh, but uh, but there's a lot there, and um, that that part I found really interesting. Um, that X Men fans are less now. Do you think that's just the people who came into it with uh, Byrne and Claremont and weren't as crazy about when Cockrum came back on the book? Mm-hmm. I I'm not sure. Right, yeah. X Men's had a lot of different artists over the years, and but you know, I, I mean, maybe, maybe it was the fact that they when they changed up the team, many people may have liked the old team better and didn't yeah, like yeah, the new possible, stuff. Yeah. I mean, because that's pretty yeah. much when he came on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's hard to remember that you know Wolverine was not <laughs> popular when he came out. I mean, he was a new mutant. You know, for all Wolverine of came out. Wow, I missed that completely. <laughs> I thought that was just North Star. I keep telling you, if you would show up at Dragon Con, you'd see all kinds of things. But... He, 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 he was he was just very experimental during the, during the early 1900s. What do you think fastball special really means? <laughs> oh, oh, so uh, during all that time when he was conveniently amnesiac, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I get it. I, I see there are any of that there stuff. Are, there are some regrets now. now that <laughs> he made a film. He, money was tight. Yeah. <laughs> They promised the pictures would never come out. Him and Stallone him crying in beers in a bar. Uh, he called it the snickting. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, just thinking of, uh, uh, you know, as, as Kirk mentioned a few times, the and we've talked about this book uh, uh, to no end, the um, uh, Best of the Legion Outpost, which comes from uh, Tomorrow's, of course. And the current issue of their back issue book, uh, which is I- issue 68, uh, is available, and it covers the Legion. Yep. I can't wait for mine in the mail. I know yeah. I've got a digital copy, but I like to, I want to read it. Read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, 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 that's, a, that's a fun book to just page through. Um, anyway, so it, uh, it has a, a really cool cover of, um, of, of the Legion fighting a, a space dragon, basically. Uh, and it's all about Legion in the 70s and 80s, uh, with interviews with Bates, Giffen, Grell, Levitz, Larocque, uh, Lytle, and more. And more? And more. And um, uh, Do they have an interview with Just In Time? <laughs> that's, that's what I really want to know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so, so uh, Martin, uh, Martin Gray had post the, posted the cover on the, on the site. And uh, there is a section where uh, he talks a lot about 
the the more recent uh, run, and I think this is actually from one of the um, maybe from uh, a, yeah from hero from the panel that he did at, uh, at Levitz did at Heroes Con last year, huh. and uh, because he talks a bit about um, about Earthman and Shady. Ah. And um, and just sort of that that you know what what that was all about. So yeah, this all sounds very much like because it says it like the questions are all sixth questioner, seventh questioner. So I'm going to assume that this is a this is a panel discussion, and um, so so some more recent stuff in there. So yeah, I'm I've I've got a copy on the way as well, and I'm I'm in the same boat there, and I'm I'm waiting to uh, I'm waiting to get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and perhaps we can perhaps we can talk about it a bit when uh, I when think we should talk a- about absolutely. it. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so there you go. There's some Legion news it's right there. Back issue number sixty-eight on the stands right now, or you can you can even get it from the uh, from their website. Uh, as 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 we've mentioned, there is a digital copy, and I think it's like three bucks or or four bucks or something like that. And uh, it's a pretty sweet deal. Mm-hmm. Pretty so. sweet. Pretty sweet. So there we go. So, uh, so we're going to move on to the issue at hand. Uh, well, at hand for some of us. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so I, I will be reading, um, let's see, from the Batman and the Outsiders um, showcase. <coughs> Scotty, <laughs> what do you got? I've got the uh, Marvel Zombies Zomnibus. Very uh, nice. Yes. The Zomnibus? Really? Yes. <laughs> I've it's never omnibus. heard of such a thing. It's Marvel Omnibus, but it's got like a Z scratched in in oh front. Oh gosh! Because it's <laughs> the Zomnibus. The Zomnibus, baby. Too funny. much Zomnibus. What? It cover? really is too, because it's huge. This thing is massive. What cover is ripped off on it? Uh, it looks like the cover for Secret Wars. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because that, that came out around the same time as the... Secret Wars Secret number Wars one, zombies. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Zombies are very hard at keeping secrets, though. I mean, they just don't keep yeah, their mouth shut They're pretty much. good at it. The best part of it is Cyclops' head has been severed, but he's carrying it around and it's still shooting I-beams. Oh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I'll give them that. That's kind of funny. Okay. <laughs> So we're doing Superboy 198 from October 1973. The cover artist is Nick Cardi. What? I know. The, we've been talking about him. Like, what? Oh. No soup for you. No soup for you. Okay. <laughs> what, the what Fatal page is this five... on, Darren? Pardon? What page is this on? In the archive? Yes. 119. 119. Page number one. <laughs> yes. Uh, in, in volume 10. <laughs> Of the Legion Archive, I should say. Uh, writer is Carrie Bates. Artist is Dave Cockrum. Letterer is Ben Oda. So there you go. For me, this is actually the issue of the Teen Titans Outsiders crossover. Ah. Um, and it would so it would be Teen Titans number thirty or thirty-seven. Yes, yes. Teen Titans number thirty-seven. Oh, yeah. Because yes. the gatefold together. So there we go. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm in. Okay, cool. So on the cover, we it's a yellow cover with Superboy starring the Legion of Superheroes, not and the, starring the. Yes, yes. Um, on the left is our roll call of Brainiac 5, Element Lad, Princess Projector, Karate Kid, and Mon-El. So and there's something wrong with Karate Kid's eyes. I know, but 
they couldn't make up his mind if he was Asian or not. So <laughs> he's really Asian looking here with brown hair. Um, and Superboy is holding the Persuader's axe with the uh, blade coming towards his face, and he's trying to keep it from slicing him in two. And the Fatal Five is over there in the corner. Nyah, nyah, nyah. And uh, Persuader says, you can't resist my atomic axe, Superboy. You've become your own executioner. And it is the Fatal Five who twisted time. And this is where we are. We are at. And even Fatal Five fans, less Mano is in this one. So hey, Yay! there you go. <clears throat> so um, today in the 20th century, Superboy is fatally struck down. It looks like the Emerald Eye has zapped him one. And there's the Empress and the Persuader in the background. And then while well, in the 30th century, Legionnaire headquarters mysteriously vanishes out of sight thanks to Therok and Validus. Ooh, something's going on here. So brace yourselves, readers. You witness two shocking episodes and a chain of mind-jolting events, events that will plunge Superboy and the Legion into a deadly confrontation with the Fatal Five who twisted time. All right, so here we are at the uh, Smallville Carnival, which looks a lot like Coney Island, I guess, in a, in a way. Yeah. They've got the... They've got the tents up. They've got the Ferris wheel in the background. Um, it's 25 cents per throw for a monkey that looks like Beppo on the uh, the counter there. <laughs> and it's Lana and Clark, and he's uh, has her by the arm. And she says, well, it isn't exactly the greatest show on Earth, but maybe it'll pull you out of the dump, sad sack. Because, oh, you know, Clark That's a whole is, other comic. It is. Clark yes. is a stick in the mud. We all know this. Um Sorry, Lana, I've uh, been worried about midterms. Yeah, yeah. And they go into the horror haven tent, too, please. <clears throat> and Lana's like, you can hold my hands if things get scary. And by hand, I mean my breasts. Okay? So, <laughs> you know. so they walk in like, oh, it's like a witch's nightmare in here, but the shivers running up my spine are real. Yeah, right. Mm. Isn't this fun, Clark? Uh, er, yes. But the troubled teen's mind is far away. I can't really tell Lana what's bothering me. This mysterious UFO that's been sighted over Smallville the last few nights. And UFO is so new, they actually did a little editor's note, an identified flying object. Very funny. Oh, thank God. Wait, wait, what? You had no It was an editor's I note. I was trying to parse that. For I thought it was the band. Could be. <laughs> yes, they're like, damn. Like, like don't bring me be down. playing in a few months and I can't get <laughs> no, it. No, UFO. That's UFO. That's EOO. Yeah, oh, light, that's lights yellow, out. Sorry. Lights out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, lights Michael Schenker. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I always get confused. And then people see the. Um, they see a uh, glowing ball that hovers over the town once in a while and it's shooting a beam down at people and it I makes their. <clears throat> excuse me. It makes their skin transparent. Oh, my. Everyone can see everyone's skeletons, apparently. That can't be good, right? No, no, it's, it's generally bad. <coughs> Although I was told, I was told by my daughter today when we went to, they've got one of those Halloween, like a, a Halloween store set up in the mall now, and uh -huh. we were in there looking at all of the different. She's like, "Daddy, I want to, I want you to press all the buttons on the scary things that aren't real," uh. and uh, because I've told her they're not real, so not to be scared. <laughs> So, so we went in there, and she's like, and and they had a big skeleton standing up, and she said, "But I know that a skeleton's not real." And we're like, "No, no, skeletons that walk around on their own, not so real. Not so real. Actual yeah. skeletons, <laughs> very real. Very real. <laughs> yeah." Mm -hmm. And they're like, we can see through everything, even our ourselves. Oh, my God. And so Superboy, um, by the time I had changed my other you know, identity, the, the sphere was nowhere to be found. 
Meanwhile, in the tent, uh, a gorilla, help, Clark. Mm. And it's like, oh, my God, that looks really real. And it is. A gorilla has taken off with Lana Lang. Oh, my God. This is horrifying. And Lana's trying to reason with the gorilla. Flip me down, please. <laughs> it's kind of funny. They knew how to sell a damn book back then. Yeah. Being polite. Get a, and, be polite um, the, and get a, get a gorilla in there. The, the trainer's in the back going, here, Gorpo, where are, uh-oh, he's he, he's broken into the horror tent. Oh, no. And um, Clark's like, don't panic, Lana. I'll save you. All right, so super, uh, Clark is going to push himself in front of the gorilla and accidentally touch it. And uh, he trips, and he gives the gorilla a nerve punch, which knocks it out. That Clark, yeah. he's so clumsy. <laughs> he <laughs> is. And here come the trainers, and they take care of Gorpo and... Lana thinks uh, Clark has killed the gorilla because it collapsed so suddenly. Then they go into the future, uh, the fortune teller's tent. They're like, oh, look, a gypsy fortune teller. And we get a crossover with Madame Xanadu all of a sudden. <laughs> That's kind of random in a Superboy book back then. In fact, I don't think Madame Xanadu's even in existence yet, but maybe. No, hey. no, not yet. But, yeah. but Ret- you know, um, it's. Retcon, retcon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it was um, right around this time. The gypsy is working her crystal ball for all she's worth. And uh, Clark's like, yeah, 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 I don't believe this. He takes a gander with his x-ray vision. It is the Emerald Eye of Ekron. No! no. Oh, I didn't see that coming. And the woman disguised as a gypsy? Well, you know who she is, right? Hmm. And, of course, Clark gets a stomach ache. He's got cramps. He's bloated. It's time of the month, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You need some fresh air. He's outside the tent and needs fresh air, people. Think about this. How did Lana not know? I have no clue. <laughs> so, uh, tents can get slightly musty. Especially he's not in the rain. tent. He's outside the tent when he says this. Oh, But is he close ah. to the tent? <laughs> he's close to it, yeah. I'll give him it's that. a really musty tent. It must be. Yeah, it smells it's like the Emerald sense. Empress, so, you know. Hmm. Mm. So, um, I, and she says, I see a major upheaval in your life is close at hand. And Superboy shows up, not nearly as close to the upheaval you're about to have, you fraud. Your crystal ball gave you away, Emerald Empress. What's the most wanted female criminal in the universe doing in a place like this? Wow. Telling fortunes? What does it look like? Thank you. I'm, I'm, I've got a license. See? <laughs> and she says, Superboy, so my Emerald Eye betrayed me. Then so shall the Eye quiet your brash tongue. Attack him! And, of course, the crystal ball is doing its thing. Bzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
<laughs> Mammoth and Shimmer have escaped from uh, Tri-State Penitentiary. Uh, of course. Oh, no. This is before they had... Um, <laughs> the Tri-State area, yes. Well, no, before they had whatever the uh, the other DC prison ended up being. Blackgate, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's before they had that or before they had... Um, Bellrev. Wasn't it Strikers? Strikers oh, there used is the to be, other yeah, one. there used to be strikers. Yeah, strikers, yeah. No, no. Exactly. To be to be fair, the Titans were in New York as opposed to Metropolis, so yeah, maybe it, maybe that was just the thing. But uh, yeah, they were just you know bending over backwards to not name something that was real. So yes, Tri well, State Strikers, Rikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's anyway. kind of similar. Anyway, so uh, yes, hey. they're they're on the lookout for they're they're going to try and find Doctor Jace. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. She's right. a man hunter. Anyway. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Um, so Superboy is whacking the persuader around. He's like, Yeah, yeah, the time sword has already sealed your doom. And that's when Superboy grabs the atomic axe and we get the cover actually happening in the book. What? <clears throat> the axe sapping my strength. I'm seized with an irresistible urge to swing it at myself and I can't let go. <clears throat> and so Persuader is making uh, the axe go into uh, Superboy's skull, and he goes, ah, oh, kazat, and, and Superboy's gone. Like, Crisis on Infinite Earth's gone, and with Kirby Crackle around him, it's pretty impressive. Mm. He gets kazatted. That's the actual uh, thing. It's like, you've just become your own victim. Ha, 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 ha. And uh, <clears throat> pretty much, and then uh, Emerald Empress is is holding him fast in an eye beam, and then um, there's another person who shows up. Oh, look, it's Mano. About time you showed up. We installed the time sorter here in Smallville, and it's already enabled us to conquer Superboy. Today, Superboy. Tomorrow, the Legion. Death to the Legion. Dun dun dun. Yeah. <clears throat> Part two: Prisoners of the Time Lock. Ah, so it's a locked door thing on the time bubble. We gotta solve. Okay. Get the coat hangers. Well, if you don't lock, if you don't lock it, people are just going to be able to break into the basement and steal all all the pink fuzz or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the whole Doctor Who argument, isn't it? Come on. Yeah. Who locks the TARDIS? No one. That's how he gets new companions. It's like the ice cream truck. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, <clears throat> did I say no. that? I wow. Did. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, so we've got our, our Legion roll call now is slightly expanded. It's Brainy, Element Lad, Princess Projector, Karate Kid, looking less wonky than the cover, although he mm. is kind of drawn a little wonky through the whole book, i got to say. Uh, Chameleon Boy and Monel. So Cam has joined them. And uh, the Legion comes back to the 1950s, which is Superboy's time, of course. Yes, which looks like the 30s, <laughs> because that's just the way they did it back then. Exactly. And so they, uh, the Legion is looking for Emerald Empress and Persuader, and they're asking Brainy how long they've been here, a few hours, maybe in a few days, no way of knowing, blah 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 wibbly wobbly timey-wimey. <clears throat> they find uh, Lana Lang, who is sobbing, because she assumes that Superboy is dead, and Karate Kid and Prince Protector are taking care of her. And uh, Brainy, of course, is, is very good with his uh, bedside manner. Skips right over Superboy's death and says, No doubt about it. The eyewitnesses we questioned gave descriptions confirming Emerald Empress and Persuader. Okay. <laughs> None of that greatest hero of the mall stuff here. Okay. A <laughs> um, <clears throat> saying. And uh, Eleanor Ladd says, And the third one who joined them was definitely Mano. So three of the Fatal Five have regrouped here in the 20th century to vanquish and kidnap Superboy. 
with uh, the aid of their time sword or whatever that is. At least we know the remaining Fatal 2 are secure in a 30th century prison. Oh, have we done this before? Uh, okay. Back in Legion headquarters, but how could they be at large again? Only a few months ago, I battled them myself and tricked Validus into attacking his master, Therok. Look at the busy records of the battle. And it's Colossal Boy and Monel going over it. Time is a place. Time is a place. How could he escape from prison? Therok had help, Monel, and like his master, Validus, the mindless giant was never captured. Then we underrated oh. the power of Therok's human half. He must have mentally summoned Validus to break him free of prison. Therok's a telepath now. Okay. Hey, he was he was recently similar to that, so I know. <laughs> and, and why not? Actually, that panel is actually going to come in very handy in a few issues. So remember that panel, folks. Ooh. And just yesterday, the other members of the Fatal Five stole a time bridger to flee a thousand years back to Smallville, and that's why I sent four Legionnaires in the past to help Superboy. And now they're all vanishing away. Uh-ohs. Oh. Yep. And even the Legion headquarters is gone, and outside, beautiful, vanished from the 30th century metropolis precisely on schedule. That means the others successfully installed the Time Sorter in Superboy's era, and now the effects are starting to appear in the future. Just think of it, Validus. We've discovered the most devastating weapon in the universe. Time. Time oh. has wiped out the Legion. Dun, dun, dun. So, we go back to our time bubble. And Ellen Aladdin and Brainy are there, and they're trying to get um, a radio signal. Ha-ha, <laughs> radio. He's got a headset on, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Mexican Two. radio? Uh, could be. Might as well be. He's on CB. Yeah, <laughs> good buddy. Not in the 1950s, no. But um, anyway. They do. <laughs> so um, the two guys are hashing out how they're going to get back to the 2973, where their pals are in trouble, when a, the atomic axe goes through the time bubble. I guess these guys are now Legion Losties. Hmm. Uh, dope. Yay. I'm sure they'll fix it. And here Harvest comes Mano to help. Yeah, Harvest will help them all. Yeah, no doubt. Two, two blocks over and three blocks <laughs> up. <laughs> There's a hardware well, store. Brainy oh, no. will fabricate something. No, seriously. Two blocks over and three blocks up. Uh, Prince Projectra and Karate Kid are being stalked by the Emerald Eye. And it bezorches them. Zit. Uh, and Emerald Emperor says, yes, and I'm not far away. Heed my words, Karate Kid. You and your three friends are without a legion. Persuader and I here from the future to plant a remarkable device called a time sorter. Oh, she's monologuing. Oh, my. That's why I commanded my Emerald Eye to x-ray Smallville and determine the best possible concealed spot. Ah, now we know why they got x-rayed. Thanks for that exposition, lass. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Brainy and Element Lad are fighting uh, <laughs> Persuader and Mano in the woods there. Hmm. And Brainy manages to um, stop being turned into Darth Maul briefly. And Element Lad ducks as uh, poor Mano's hand hits the side of a tree. And that poor tree, gone. <laughs> and Projector's like, well, the Time Sorter, what's that? It's a fantastic device that can upset the balance of the entire space-time continuum. Oh, We've no. never done that in Legion before, have nice. we? <clears throat> in other words, it can change history. It's a ret- what, did the, what did Grant Morrison call it in JLA? A retcomendicon or something like that. It was a very funny thing. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was at the end of the Injustice League's thing where Joker got this rock and he turned it into something that could retcon time it's and space itself. And it's like, wait a minute. They're going to call it the retconicon? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> it was pretty funny. 
It was Morrison Meta. No, no, it's not me. <clears throat> and it changes um, according to how the Fatal Five wants it. First, we programmed the sword to make Superboy succumb to us in battle. Ooh. Hey, now. Then our most brilliant stroke. Hmm. We had to cancel out the scheme of events that brought together the Legion. And Cardi Kid's like, no, it's not true. <clears throat> and he uh, super karate's the Emerald Eye, which uh, shatters it, only to watch the eye be put back together again. A futile display of anger, Karate Kid. What the Emerald the Eye cannot be destroyed. Hmm. Observe how quickly it reassembles itself. You are hopelessly beaten. That and must mess same, him up, because when Karate Kid karate something, it stays karate'd. It does, mm. but not this time. Not this time, folks. Dang. So Persuader is chasing Brainy through the woods, and he's macheteing everything in mm. his path, like Jason on Friday the 13th. <laughs> and Element Lad is going to use his powers on, on a stump. And transmute the dead wood into raw radioactive energy, which I don't think he can do, but that's okay. And that ought to keep the heat on those two for a little bit. Had he turned it into, like, maybe uranium and phosphorus? I have no idea. I'm not Firestorm, so no clue. Um, quite an impressive fireworks display, Brittany says. Let's regroup with Kid and Projectra while we can. And uh, lo and behold, the uh, royal couple is here, and they're like, we're here. And, uh, yeah, we have got a story to tell you. Save it. Persuader glittingly gave us his own run down of the time sorter. I can't believe we'll never see Mon, Bouncing Boy, Shrinking Violet, Paul, your cue. Joke. Or any of our other pals ever again. It's like the four of us are in limbo, cut off from everything. Our legion is dead, and we're stranded here forever. Wow. Oh, no. They better resolve this. It's like they knew what was going to happen now. (laughs) Uh-huh, isn't it, though? Mm. Part three, countdown to catastrophe. You mean we're not already in the catastrophe? Okay. Well, countdown, it was a catastrophe. <laughs> oh, my God. You said okay. it. You, this book You is, invoked the name. <clears throat> this book is a prophecy. It's incredible. It's incredibly precious. By Carrie Bates about DC in the late hard. 2000s. So. Unless you bring my beer in. <laughs> So good, Are you talking to the squirrel? <laughs> well, well, oh, my well, mic's still on. Well, Sorry. Welcome, to, it welcome to Scott's family, cats. <laughs> <laughs> what Scott really does while we podcast. <laughs> oh, God, Darren is going on and on. I really need beer. Honey, can you please go up to the car and get it? Because I keep my beer in the car. That's how I roll. Here's well, what you need to do. You need to train the squirrel to bring you a, de- a beer. I can't train that. We, I, I'm, we're starting to get the squirrel trained to go outside. He goes outside now, and it freaks my daughter out because he's always afraid he's not going to come back, and I keep hoping and hoping and hoping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I can, ex- I, can, I can smooth this over with her afterward. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bring, let, let Charlie come over, and he'll chase him away. Oh, please. <laughs> Charlie's an old the, the, man. The squirrel will probably chase Charlie yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Charlie's like, yeah, I'll be there in a minute. Exactly. Uh, get me a beer with Scott. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. No, it's, it's okay. All good, brother. It's I all saw good. the pug. The pug I hung out with this weekend got a little drunk too because mm-hmm. we spilled some alcohol and he went right for it. It's like, oh, puppy. Mm-mm-mm. Puppy was drunk. Yeah. It was kind of funny. Um, so, kind of the catastrophe. We are back out in front of the X Legion headquarters, and there is Therok, uh, Validus, and Mano. 
He says, you, we thought you were back in the 20th century helping the Empress and the Persuader. The plan was for you to join them. I was detained on my way here by a posse of police in the next galaxy. No matter, Mano, our two comrades will be joining or returning soon now that the Time Sorter's done its job. You can wait here with us. Meanwhile, Shift Back in Time reveals that it's Persuader, Emerald Empress, and Mano again. Control your temper, Mano. Take our word for it. The Time Sorter is hidden where the Legionnaires will never find it. How can you be sure there's so much at stake? <clears throat> How can there be two Manos, you ask? Figure out yourselves, reader. One of them has to be an imposter, but which one? You know, I spent the last few years building up a uh, immunity to Iocane Top. So, just saying. Yeah. <clears throat> but we're dealing with time travel already. Does uh, yep. it really have to be an imposter? <laughs> well, clearly yes. one, of the, one of the Manos is from Earth 2. So. Right, yeah. So, uh, Earth 2 Mano. Besides another 20 minutes, the 24-hour adjustment period will be over, and Emerald Empress will stop being such a bitch. Okay. And then the Time Sorter's effects will be permanent. No power in the universe will be able to change history back to the way it was. So the three of us ought to stand guard over the Time Sorter undercover, of course, until those 20 minutes are over. Oh, maybe you're right. No sense taking chances when we're so close to victory. Dun, dun, dun. And Persuader leads it. There it is, up ahead in the town square. Keep your voice down, Persuader. We mustn't be seen or How many heard. blocks away? <coughs> Three blocks west and two blocks north. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you. Your emerald eyes certainly chose an ideal hiding place, Empress. The Legionnaires would never think of breaking open a statue of their deceased comrade. Right, Mano. Our time sorter is perfectly safe. No danger of it being found. And now only 11 minutes left before our time tamperings become irreversible oh, no. guess you are right empress it was foolish of me to worry but no one sees mano finger a concealed switch on his belt yeah. I'm sorry. He's, he's doing it right there <laughs> he is he's doing it right there in front of everyone it's very scary that signals a gravely worried brainiac five on the outskirts of town at last his signal which means he's located the time sorter if we're fated to be stranded in time val at least we'll live our, our days together Yes, I feel the same way, Jackie. And Elmer like, lay it off, you two space lovers. We're not giving up hope yet. Elmer Lad's so bitter. It's so. Elmer Lad. He wants karate kid. No. Uh, well, well, who come doesn't? On. I mean, come on. Please, that butt. Please. Elmer Lad's a rice queen. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> He's got yellow fever. Uh huh. Elmer right. Oh, Lad's no. right. Come on, follow me. Our secret weapon's paid off. Secret weapon? How about explaining on the way, Brainy? At Fear that... and surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. A ruthless efficiency. <laughs> and an almost fanatic of the books of the Pope. With only six minutes left. Mano, your hand, it's touching that can, but it's not disintegrating. Mano's got his hands on a can. Hmm. Say that eight <laughs> times fast, kids. Yeah, no. but he only does it once. That is impossible. Your yes. deadly hand vaporizes whatever it touches. Uh-oh, I'm sunk. The battery charged disintegrator that Brainiac 5 rigged up has run out of power. You're an imposter, but I'll give you one chance to tell us who you really are. What if I got to lose now? Might as well transform. Gasp! It's Chameleon Boy! We were fooled by a legionnaire all this time. Too bad the real Mano can't see me slice you in half. Persuader, look! Uh, Validus shows up. Validus, what's he doing here? The mindless monster is attacking us without Therok around to control him. Without warning, the captive legionnaire dives towards seeming doom. 
who I took a dangerous gamble and won. Looks like, as I suspected, this isn't validus at all. How in blazes Chameleon Boy passed right through him? We've been tricked again. Well, of course, it's an illusion, silly billies. How could, how could we have been fooled with less than one minute to zero hour? It's <gasps> it's precious. No. Zero hour. I know. No. And it's, got little, it's got a little countdown going at the top of the panels, which is kind of nice. Uh, if it isn't our tricky teammate, nice work, Princess Projector. That mirage you admitted almost fooled me. Karate Kid, open the mod. issue predicted everything. <laughs> and it's got an ad for Iron Wolf. I don't even know what that is. Oh, Iron Wolf. <laughs> Iron Wolf. He's a DC uh, war character, isn't he? No, he's like a. They took I away think, his home. I think he's, he's like fighting a the universe pirate. to get it back. Oh, yeah, he's, he's got like a, like a sword okay. and a. I think a beret, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. He oh, kind of looks like Grimjack. Yeah, he looks yeah. a lot like Grimjack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's kind of like outer space fantasy, in a way. Mm. Not totally sci-fi, little masters in the universe, maybe, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Karate Kid Super Karate's the Superboy statue. Karak. And we're oh, yeah. down to 20 seconds left. No sooner said than done. Sizzling Sun's the real Superboy was stashed inside. Well, of course he was. Look at his body. It must be the time sorter. Destroy it, Karate Kid, instantly. In a few seconds, it will be too late. 76543, Kablash. Oh, no. <clears throat> and at that split instant, two incredible results occur. First, in the 20th century, we did it. We restored the space time continuum back to normal, and DC had its first reboot. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and look, Superboy's reviving. Yeah, yeah you, wrong. Yeah, Superboy's reviving while in the distant 30th century. Wall shimmering, materializing into place all around us. But how? Something must have gone wrong in the past. Our headquarters is coming back to where it belongs. Validus, don't leave us behind. That blasted beast is running out on us. Meanwhile, a thousand years earlier, it's all over, Emerald Empress and Persuader. You two are washed up in two time eras. So it would seem, but our automatic time bridgers are transporting us to another time era. Even we don't know where we'll end up, so there's no way you can follow. So close, we almost had them. And the Legion of Doom gets away yet again, super friends. So I secretly asked Chameleon Boy to get here ahead of us, masquerading as Mano, so he could learn the Fatal Five's plans. Really? You could have warned them that maybe they were undercover at the circus, but no. Nope. Brainy figured we might need the extra edge, and did we ever. Well, I'm one ex-legionnaire who owes you all my life. He's an ex-legionnaire, Superboy? I don't think yet. No, not yet. He was fatally hit in the beginning of the story, Darren. Were you reading it? Oh, that's right. Fatally. Even... Fatally means he died. <laughs> True. That means there's a new Slayer, right? Totally, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. All right. If it weren't for you, I'd still be in a death-like coma. Ah. I wonder oh, if he's headed luck, bagging the rest of the Fatal Five. And there's Monel and Colossal Boy standing outside of a jail cell holding Therok and a, what looks like a very gimp hand Mano, because he's in some kind of a, I guess, a power um, depression thing. Something Grimbor cooked up to keep him from blowing shit up. How about that? Right. <clears throat> but how could we know that the Legion Jail would materialize around us of all the places to be? <laughs> the <laughs> end. No battle. The end. That's it. What? Oh, it ended with right. the, the building materialized around them, and they wound up in a jail cell. Yeah. 
That's a pretty crappy uh, retcon if you're going to do that. I know. I, I think I would try something was, different. I, I think it was pretty good until that last panel. I think the golden should have just landed on top of them. <laughs> their feet sticking out at the bottom, like in Wizard yeah. of Oz. <laughs> and then their feet roll up and go underneath. Exactly. Yeah, that would be sweet. Yes. Pop. Well, see, because then what happens is Tara attacks the outsiders because she doesn't recognize them. Of what? Why would she recognize them? Exactly. Because, well, because they look completely different than they do in their own book, you know, because, like, Metamorpho is is all kind of, uh, you know, more more craggy faced and all that. And uh, so it's because Perez draws them differently, you see. Ah, I think you're forgetting one very salient point about that. Tara doesn't read. Well, there is that. That's now, true. That's true. Does, does that happen before or after Machine Man steals Zombie Ghost Rider's motorcycle <laughs> to make it through the portal back to uh, Earth six one six Earth? Definitely before. Oh, okay. That's, Where, where's Brother Blood okay. through all of this? Oh, he's he's in the background somewhere. Yeah, he's in Zandia or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So actually, he go. doesn't he doesn't make an appearance until like uh, forty or forty one. After uh, Robin and Kid Flash leave, that'll be his his next appearance in the series. I mean, and then in the next volume, you can't get rid of the guy. <laughs> no, Brother Blood was around before that, wasn't he? Yeah, oh, he, he was. I'm just saying this is his next appearance. Oh, okay, right. Oh, his next. Well, this is issue 37, so it's not that far yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, and that was a cool cover too. That one. Oof. Yeah, they were all cool covers. George Perez, come on. Yeah, yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. But uh, yeah, no, there was that. There was that one where where it was just him sort of coming out of the uh, of the blood. Yeah. yeah. Oh, crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Indeed, it was. Brother Blood Podcast. Friends, contribute to the Church of Blood. Thank you. <laughs> So there we go. This issue predicted everything that would happen. It is the uh, the Rosetta Stone for for DC Comics for the next like fifty years. Pretty much. There's stuff in there that we still don't know yet, but it's already predicted. Mm. We just mm. haven't figured out what it all means. You'll all find the... out at the end of Villains Month. Interpretation. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll find out what the next thing is after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ad infinitum. Indeed, <clears throat> indeed. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Crazy. So there we have indeed. it. Indeed. Yay. There we have it. So that's 198. So the next issue, the next issue is, um, if I... Hold on. I'm looking. It's the... Do, 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 do. Uh, 199, the gun that mastered Tom. Yes, Man. I'm looking forward to tier. that. Tear. <clears throat> yeah. Tear again. That's going to be awesome. Again? Yeah, he's already appeared once. This is oh, yeah, his right, second right. appearance. So. Yep. So, um, and see, I, I like that the, the Fatal Five could show up from time to time instead of it being sort of years between uh, appearances. And, and and I recognize that, you know, you want to have a sort of a deep enough bench rogues gallery wise so that it isn't kind of the same thing over and over again. But that said, you know, in the, in the appearances that we've had by the Fatal Five, they've all been very different stories. They are the all star. 
yeah, villains. Absolutely. For me, anyway. I mean, because anybody, anybody who's a bigger threat than they are, Time Trapper, maybe Mordru, they're all so powerful. You can't really bust them out for anything but a major. <laughs> Because event, because right? yeah. because then they're then they're idiots or a because there's, competition. there's but only that <laughs> true because there's only one way to defeat them and it's like really they fooled them again with the same thing <laughs> it's like man that guy's got to shore up that weakness he's just <laughs> he's not gonna win until he does so you know I think I think that to a certain degree there's uh, they're, you're right they, they're too powerful <laughs> and so it's so you're very limited in the ways in which they can be beaten and uh, that's why we hard we only saw. The uh, the Infinite Man, the Infinite Man. Oh yeah, it's Infinity Man. Um, the Infinity Man, I think, is what you mean. Wait, Senior Infinity. Yeah. So anyway, it's why you only see that guy um, twice. Yeah, pretty much. Too much power in an itty bitty body. No, Infinite Man. I was right. No. Infinite Man. Incontinent Man. Yeah, Jackson Rugarth, Infinite Man. Oh, Jackson Because um, I was thinking Infinity Man, but I, I was thinking, like, isn't that, uh, isn't that a Marvel thing? Um, mm. Anyway, so, so like, they used him twice. And, um, you know, because, well, oh, well, actually, technically, they used him three times. Um, now that I think of it. Because, of course, he, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there was there was his first appearance. There was a second appearance where he got a, another cover, and then he he was used as a battery, <laughs> basically. Um. So so yeah, you know, because again, he was too powerful, and and it's just it, it it's just like, you know, there's really only one way. You know, we've made him super powerful, and there's no way he can be beaten except if we. Uh, do this, so can't do it too much more. Infinity Man was from the New Gods. Right. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, the one yeah. that they all... That's the... Um, the Forever People one. Exactly, exactly. Which is probably not to be confused with the show on the CW. Not the CW. Yeah, it's the CW. They've got an Infinity Man show? There's a show... Uh, Debuting this fall called the Forever People. Oh, oh, the Tomorrow People. Those are Tomorrow, tomorrow yeah, People. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, Excuse me. Um, there was also I'm, a novel. I'm not up on my CW shows there you go. because I'm not a teenage girl. <laughs> there are was you also sure? there was well, also a novel. In last this, time I checked, a novel in 1973 called The Infinite Man. Hmm. So there you go. Which stemmed out of Project Genesis. See, they all twist in together. Yes, yes, yes. So there you go. But yeah, I mean, that was the thing. Is these were these were villains of a power level at which there could be multiple ways to 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 beat them. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so so you know they work they work given given sort of a, a more frequent appearance and. You know, I think I think we you know for a stretch we saw a lot of time trapper and um and and maybe didn't need to yep I would agree yeah so um you know whereas whereas we spent ages not seeing uh um 
the Fatal Five, and and when we did, they were neutered because of True. course no Mano, and uh, and it took Giffen and the Beer Bombs to bring Mano back when they did the uh, the Bordeaux verse. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so. Well, Mano's a toady. That's his job. So hey. yeah. Well, I don't know. Mano could kick all their butts. He, he destroyed ex- exactly with one hand tied behind his back, unless that's his good hand. True. <laughs> he could play "Got Your Nose" and that's it for you. So <laughs> the dude touched his planet and destroyed it. Touched his planet and then was there floating in space. Hmm? I know that didn't bother him. That's a plan that he, he clearly didn't think through very <laughs> yeah, well. It's, like, oh. it's one of those, oh, crap. Like, oh, all my stuff was there. Disintegrated <laughs> hmm? the whole damn place. Man. He, exactly. had this, he had this huge hologram collection, and now it's all gone. Like, That's why he's so angry. Holograms? Yeah, Jim and the holograms. He had the whole set on DVD. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, they would have said it was on data tape. Hate tape. Yeah, hate, hate tapes. 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 Oh wow. Hate hate hate. Yikes. It's frightening how quickly you all got to that same point. Hey, it's all about the hate tapes. <laughs> Apparently. Everything. Goodness. Uh-uh. My goodness. All right. So um let me just check. Yes. I want to make sure that I yes, I did cover everything from the mailbag. You said bag. <laughs> I did indeed. Um, and no, I did do this one. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure I didn't have a stump that I'd missed. And uh, it would be funny to get you again with the same one. You probably could. <laughs> if I got you with the Tenzel one again. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it. So let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were, and you were here for that. I was. Oh, yeah. Right, fair enough. He doesn't know. He was ordering beers. Come on. Yeah, exactly. We're fighting the damn squirrel. I got stuff to do while you guys are doing this show, right? <laughs> I'm a busy man. Stuff got to get done. Uh huh. <laughs> it's not that the truth didn't come out sooner or later, but it did. So there you go. <laughs> I think everyone knew. Nah, I'm pretty sure they did too. <laughs> when like, he's God, awake, hope- he's getting stuff done. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I hope that I hope that guy's half-assing it, because otherwise he's just terrible. <laughs> no, Scott, you're our color commentary. That's we right. just thought we would Only, get a different color than so orange. So you get more than one? Yeah, well, suck it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> it is the that new black. Happen. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I knew that before they did. Oh, yeah. You've been telling us that for years. That's right. Now, which one uh, is Scott? Is is he uh, Laura Prepong? Oh, yeah. You oh, bet. definitely. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> In my dreams, anyways. Oh, hey now. <laughs> Makes sex with my wife way more interesting. Oh, hey now. <laughs> For her, too. <laughs> when I'm Laura Prepon. All right. This is as good a time. Ta- anyone anyone this got anything is an else? episode of TMI cast. So, there oh, you go. hey. Thank you. All right. Anyone got anything else? We good? No. Oh, we're good. All right. Happy Happy Legion, people. Woo. Happy Legion. 
All right. Comments, as always, are welcome at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. In addition to all these things, you can head over to our website and leave a comment on this or any other episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we're going to take a copy of this issue with us. Because it predicts everything. Everything. <laughs> and we will allow it to be our map through the time stream. And uh, we'll head back to the 21st century. And we will see you all next week. El hombre come pescado. <laughs> <laughs>